In the early years of the 60s, during the space race, a lot of rocket concepts were being hurled at the wall to see what the simulations and numbers said would possibly stick. From ideas like air-launched shuttles, to 7-5s with six engines, to even rockets that shot many nuclear bombs as propulsion, it seemed like nothing was too crazy. However, in the oceans of our planet laid something big, something loud, something that could be dangerous. That thing was the largest animal on Earth, a blue whale. But in America, a man was giving a speech in the Texas stadium about going to the moon. That man was President John F. Kennedy, and now America was dedicated to landing a man on the moon. So what in the world could a whale, wacky rocket concepts, moon fever, and a dragon of the ocean have to do with each other? Let's find out, because you're listening to Spaced Out with Wesley Loveseth. Chapter 1, Robert Trox. Born in September 3, 1917, Robert Trox was fascinated with rockets since a teenager after reading articles from Popular Mechanics magazine. He tried to build his own in Acclamita, California, then experimented with liquid-fueled rocket motors from 1936 to 1939 in the Navy. Throughout his time in the Navy, he did substantial work for the Navy Development Project, where his work developed the hypergolic propellants, which later led to the WAC Corporal, the first free-flight rocket to use such propellants. Hypergolic fuels are chemicals which burst into flame when in contact with nitric acid, leading to a more simple approach to engine design where igniters are not needed. He later worked on the Thor and Polaris missiles, as well as the Viking rocket. Finally, he left the Navy in 1959 and headed many projects at Aerojet. It was at Aerojet where he made his magnum opus, the Sea Dragon. It's time for some fun facts about the rockets Robert Trox worked on or had affiliation to. First up is the WAC Corporal. The WAC Corporal was the first sounding rocket developed in the USA. A sounding rocket is a suborbital rocket used for engineering or scientific purposes. It's like a missile with no explosive payload. The WAC Corporal was the first missile launched at the White Sands Proving Grounds. It could fly up to 72 kilometers in the air. Next is the Thor missile. The Thor was the first operational ballistic missile of the United States Air Force. Its four-space redesign became the first rocket in the Delta class of rockets. Its gross takeoff weight was about 110,000 pounds, or about 6.8 elephants, or a little less than a third of a blue whale. Finally, the Viking. Viking 4 was the first rocket to be launched from a seagoing vessel. The first model of Vikings were 49 feet tall and 32 inches thick. The highest a Viking ever went was Viking 11, a second model Viking 
that went up to 254 kilometers. That's the end of fun facts, but don't worry, we'll have more next time. Chapter 2, The Dragon of the Sea The Sea Dragon is one of the biggest rocket concepts in history, standing in at 490 feet tall and 75 feet wide. It would weigh more than 18,000 tons. That's about 100 blue whales. The two-stage behemoth was so large that it needed to be launched at sea because no launch pad could hold it. It would have been taller than the Kennedy Space Center's Vehicle Assembly Building. It was designed to be a low-cost, heavy launcher, capable of sending 550 tons to low Earth orbit. This giant would be built in ship docks using ship parts like steel sheeting. Then it would be tugged out to sea by many boats, one of which being retrofitted to be mission control. The rocket's aesthetics were a big ballast at the bottom of the rocket, which would fill with water and sink the rocket. The rocket, now nose cone up, would light the big bottom engine and then light the four side engines protected by paneling. On the second stage, one equally big vacuum-optimized engine would pull the thing into orbit. Although it's hard to describe the big thing, I recommend looking up the picture. As a picture is a thousand words, and believe me, you need a thousand words to describe this gigantic thing. The rocket was concepted to do a variety of missions, from crewed Mars missions, satellite arrays, single launch space stations, and moon bases. But it never came to be, although its legacy still lays on. you have questions about space? Well, now's your time to tell them to us. Send a message on Anchor or post on our Q&A form on Spotify. We hope we can fill this out with questions and my answers next episode. Chapter 3. Legacy the Sea Dragon worked on a lot of ifs, the main two being if you could launch a rocket from under the water and if a reusable rocket was viable, so Robert Trox with Aerojet was out to prove they could do it. They started with an Aerobee, a liquid-fueled V2 derivative sounding rocket made by Aerojet and the, one of the most produced rockets ever. Aerojet took the rocket and shoved it under the water and pressed launch. The CB program was the world's first reusable launch vehicle to actually be reused. Recovery went so well that the turnaround cost was about 7% of a, that of a unit. The success of CB meant the follow-up Seahorse program was greenlit. Almost the same as CB, Seahorse was a corporal missile launched in the water. Although only static fires and drop tests were done, to my law knowledge, the seahorse still looked promising. However, these tests never convinced NASA that the sea dragon is worth it. But it lives on in our brain, 
and in Apple TV's series For All Mankind, where it plays a role in the second season. R.I.P. Sea Dragon, we hope you're flying past the ocean in rocket heaven. Thank you for watching Spaced Out with Wes Loveseth. We hope you tune in again. Thank you for making it to the Listen to the End Club. Make sure to post on our Q&A, and thanks for watching, I guess. Uh, this was mostly scripted this time, like almost entirely, instead of the only the intro and a few very loose notes. I'll try a bit less scripted next time to see if no scripted, a lot of scripted, or kind of a medium is best. But thanks for watching, and make sure to share with everyone you know. Do it. And for our upload schedule, I kind of forgot about it. I made the first episode at a summer camp, so... I guess I'm gonna try to post more on this, but school's ramping up, and I'm just trying my best here. So thanks for watching, and make sure to share it.